another minute and a half of that. Oh, hey now. Yeah, man. Oh, it's all about the ooh, ooh. Come on, party people. Ooh, ooh. Put your hands in the air. Come on, party people. Like you don't care, something like that. I don't know. Such a nineties game. Goes there with it, yeah. Something, yeah. All right, well, all right. Here we are. Happy Tuesday, Wednesday. Buddy, here we go. There it is. Wave them like you don't care. Come on, party people. Yeah, man. Q one oh one top ten at ten or what was it? Uh yeah, top ten ten. Man, those were the days, dude. And the Bloodhound gang there with uh the roof is on fire. That dominated, I remember, for quite a stretch. Those were the days. Remember even the the dis- the DJs were getting pissed. <laughs> People they were like it. mad that it was like the the audience voted, you know, the listeners and voted. Bloodhound gang, uh quite controversial if you will uh it doesn't get more controversial than them i felt like, <laughs> to be totally honest we have <laughs> no more room in the city yes and brownie you're doing a heck of a job <laughs> i got a label Somebody, i got a label <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody feel that? It feels like Jesus Christ. Murder. Let's just edit this whole part up. Yeah, that was a great song, Frank. Yeah, welcome back. Okay, we're gonna start over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, is anybody else ready for a little controversy? Are you ready for a little controversy? <laughs> there we go. All right. Oh man! If you check out the Bloodhound Gang's Wikipedia, it says the band is known for its crude lyrics, which are often, which are full of sexual innuendos. I think that's a great description for the uh, the old Bloodhound Gang. They were hilarious, man. They had that one video. They were dressed as the monkeys and or as a bunch of monkeys, <laughs> and they were you know, yeah. humping stuff, and it was outrageous. They were an outrageous yeah, group. Was... I'm glad we lived through a time where we were uh, able to enjoy the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, I'm glad they existed. I can appreciate it, you know? I appreciate them like some of the other more uh, not-so-serious acts. You know, the fellas who did the Peaches song, the Presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. Really, like, you know, having those kind of guys around because... There's so many bands and musicians that take themselves so seriously that, you know, it's good to have the goofballs out there willingly knowing that they are goofballs and they're having a good time with it. <laughs> you know what kills me, though, is, like, these guys had to be as old as I am now back then, right? Maybe. I don't know. I think you're giving them a lot of credit. How old do you think they were? That shit came out in what, 2007? That's what they're saying? Maybe. They formed in 92, so yeah, maybe they were kind of. Oh, they started in the 80s. They were kind of old. I'm looking at this picture of them. Dude, they were in their 30s. Okay, wow. You just blew my mind a little bit. Usually you get the bands, they're in their like 20s, right? That's usually. Oh, never. That was my whole point is I grew up, like, what's killing me right now. At this age, is I'm looking at all the guys I thought were so cool back in the like these guys were fucking cool. You know what I mean? All the girls wanted to bang them. These oh, yeah. guys were awesome. 
and now I'm looking at them now, and I'm I'm their age now that they were then, and I'm like, dude, they're wearing Jinko shorts, wrist leather right. wristbands. You have to stick to the you, the style, oh the dude. crooked hat. And That's I'm like, right. dude, you guys, if I saw you today, if I I see 35 year olds today looking like that, and I'm like, dude, you guys are fucking losers. Go get a real fucking job. Wow. You know? and, and you're probably talking to the guys at Blink-182 and they have more money than you could ever imagine, right? Well, no, because they're not my age. They're like 50. Well, no, they are, but when we were in high school, right, these dudes are probably in their 30s, like you're saying. Right, right, yeah, yeah, I get it, but okay. These guys, yes. But my point is, is you look up to them as a kid. There's guys that never stop looking up to that, and they're never going to make millions of dollars doing what they're doing. You're right. And they're then, yeah, you got the dude hanging out at the local bar who still dresses that way, and he's like 45. And, you know, I saw a guy with around. a worse hairline than mine with fucking baggy shorts at the skate park. Oh, no. Oh. I'm like, dude, I was, I was like, maybe dude. He's, maybe he's showing the young fellas a thing or two, a few tricks he yeah, learned he back wasn't. in the day. He was trying to molest somebody. Those are the only <laughs> tricks he's trying to show. Fuck him. That's a pedo, dude. That's just weird. You're weird. You hit an age where you just look like a fucking pedophile. Unless you have a kid there, right? That's the only uh, caveat to that kind of scenario. You know, if you're the dad who's, who can also yeah, do yeah, a few tricks. Them. Yeah, right? That's, I think that's, you know, you're, you're not Tony Hawk. Let's put that out there. You know, <laughs> but I think that goes for anything, dude. Like, if you're a man who's watching your son play football at the Park District football field, nothing wrong with that. If you're a guy with no kids sitting there watching kids play football, right? You're yeah. weird. <clears throat> that definitely crosses a few lines. Yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> totally different if you have a. You're doing it for the kid at that point. Well, yeah, right. man. Kind of, still, still, no, it's kind of gay. I, I don't know. Also, I just think there's this element. It. it it's with me the, you know, if you're in your 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and you're, you're cruising around in the middle of the day on the skateboard or the BMX bike, like, you're up to no good, dude. I see you cruising around, like, I don't trust this fella. I think that's what bothered me more was the time. You're right. You should like, be dude, if you're, if you're skateboarding after work, blow off some steam, drink a couple beers, yo. I'm actually kind of jealous. Totally understand that. <clears throat> Absolutely. I know a lot of fellas, uh, you know, who are older that yeah. do that. I'm not, I'm, we, you know what I'm talking about. You know, it's This Tuesday. is like 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mid-afternoon. I'm, swe- I'm sweating. I'm looking over and you're drinking a beer at the skate park with a bunch of kids. <laughs> I, down in Denver, you get lots of uh, adults <sighs> cruising around on bikes, scooters, skateboards, all sorts of wheeled instruments, honestly, electrified and not. Uh, that and they're in suits, or they're you know they're getting somewhere on the lunch time, and you know zooming around, and that that's uh you know I'm not discrediting anybody who who uh, hops on a bike or uh, even a skateboard, honestly. Uh, but dude, the fella slowly cruising, sweating hard with the long shorts dragging under the ass on the skateboard right over the uh overpass on the highway, like. I don't know, bro. I like don't trust you at all, dude. Like, you know, the fella with the uh, with the BMX bike, you know, and he's like oh, forty five, yeah, you know, and it's the it middle is. of the day. Like, you're just cruising. You're slowly cruising around, not really going anywhere. Like, like you, you're not doing good stuff for our society, man. Like, get off your, get off that bike, get off the skateboard, go get a job, man. 
And the only reason I know that is because I was that guy at one point. Yeah. Riding around. Definitely, you know, you know I mean, I don't you know. You to know good. Here's where I kind of also, the reason I'm kind of hung up on the dudes in their 30s and 40s with nowhere to go in the middle of the day, the weekday, is even when I was a night owl, when I was working in the restaurants and the bars, cooking late nights, uh, you know, I was free all day, man. You know, I went to work at like four, five, worked till two in the morning, right? Yeah. So even then, yeah. I'm waking up and like, <clears throat> you didn't catch me slow rolling on the BMX over the highway underpass. Like, I was like going for a jog and working out and running some errands, and then I had to go to work. I don't know, man. You kind of just changed my mind without meaning to. Maybe I misjud. Maybe I'm just the judgy asshole. Maybe that guy was working a night shift. Got off. He goes. He goes to the skate park. It's eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. This is he's drinking his beer, getting ready to go to bed. No, nah, you don't. You don't hang shift. with kids. Don't hang with the kids, man. You're crossing. Yeah, no matter what, don't hang with the kids. That's the line. That's the line. But they don't make adult skate parks. It's a good call. They should make adult only like. Oh, that's gay. Wait a second. It's 11 o'clock on a Tuesday. Why aren't these kids in school? See, this is a problem with our society, man. The kids aren't in school. <laughs> we got dudes in their 30s just cruising around on their BMX bike, hanging out. That's a good call. Maybe I never got raped as a kid because I was in school. <laughs> Your kids aren't in school anymore. Then after school, I went to go practice baseball, football. <laughs> that's, you I know? know, I didn't have time to get raped. I guess the problem is uh, we are uh, slaves to the society and we work endlessly, so we can't fathom having the leisure time, right, to kind of cruise around slowly on these uh, rolling devices. That's, what, that's how it is. That's how it is. But, you know, uh, it, these dudes in their 40s hanging out at the skate park, not the things that we need to be most worried about when it comes to children. And when it comes to our children and the kids out there in our society, it's a good thing that we have government institutions like the CDC to look out for them and issue warnings uh, for their health, right? We need that. It's important, especially when, you know, the number one assault on their health is, you guessed it, guns. It's all happening as a new analysis out tonight of CDC data shows that gun-related injuries, things having to do with guns, are the leading cause of death for kids and teens for the second year in a row. Not car crashes, not overdoses, not cancer, it's guns. Guns killed more than... Notice she didn't say vaccines, though, right? I think they're leaving out a... Goodbye, YouTube. 1,700 kids in 2021. That is a grim record. I love getting, like, scientific data from, a, 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 from some chick who's like, oh, my God, they totally said the things that are killing kids? Like, the things are totally, like, like what are you talking about? The things? Like, this is Haley Jackson, all right? MSNBC, <laughs> sir. Have I mean, some respect, please. <laughs> We've come so far from Walter Conkrete. Whatever know. that guy's name is. Dude, Do you know what I mean? Like, we used to have an old, crusty dude in a fucking suit. Who came in and he spoke proper English. Dude, I saw a clip, man. It was from 1999, and it was Diane Sawyer, and I almost cried from how professional oh. it looked. It 
it like brought me down to my knees. I was like, why God, please bring this back. Like, Good like, call, like, it was crazy watching oh, it, man. It, it's, yeah. it looked Barbara like Walters before the view. It, it was like was. a, no, Diane Sawyer. Oh, you said Diane. Who'd you say? I thought I said Diane Sawyer, but her and Barbara. I Walters. heard Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I think you definitely said it, but I immediately pictured. I pictured Barbara Walters, which is Almost really funny. The, they're very similar, but her too. They used to just. They used to do legitimate like news stories where they pretended yeah. still to be journalists and tell facts. And so professional. Man, it was crazy to watch. Really bizarre, honestly. 1999, not too far ago. Uh, it's just weird how like we've we've gone in a weird direction with uh, information, man. Like, go, tune in to Joy Reid one of these days. You'll be blown <laughs> away at how this person decided to just like say information. It's uh, all the news stations. It's not even information. I well. It's just opinion. It's opinion. just spits out random opinions. Even though, like, to have opinion, right, you need to preface it with the story. And even in the, like, tone that they present the stories, it's shocking. Like, that, I have to say, Em and I were tuned into, <clears throat> I think it was CNN. We couldn't believe how they were talking to the viewers like they were borderline infantile children. The words they were choosing to use, the way that they were motioning and circling things and highlighting graphics and information, which you're right, wasn't actual information on any level. It was like poll numbers on Trump, you know? Oh, we all agree. We hate him, right? Like, (laughs) you know? But like... The, the way the news is talking to people, you know, the news used to be written, if I'm not mistaken. The newspaper, I thought, was based on, like, a third-grade reading level. That's kind of what they assumed the general public could read at. And I don't even think we can read or comprehend information in news at that level anymore. Mm. It's crazy when you watch the news, man. Yeah. There was a guy, uh, Roger Ailes. Yeah, man. He was quoted as saying, people don't want to be told the news. They want to be told how to feel. Yeah. Wow, that is bone chilling. (laughs) Yes. That's what the news has become. That's what it is. And that's why the CDC is issuing health warnings about guns. Really, this is so weird. Of those deaths, about two-thirds were homicides. Berkeley Loveless is joining us now. Um, Berkeley, what explains this? What does the study say about the reasons behind this? Yeah, so this actually surprised the researchers. So they actually thought that gun sales or gun deaths would actually go down in 2021, not up. Um, and so during the pandemic, kids... Were- you guys locked us in our homes and treated us like rats, and then you almost forced us to not leave unless we took your poison injection. Of course we bought more guns. And then you defunded the police. Dude, like, what do you guys expect? Yes, we stocked up, baby, for round two. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) You know? Fool me once, man. (laughs) Are you kidding me here? I watched cities burn to the ground, and then this rich couple who defended their home with with pistols, they went to court. Yes. It's like... 
I, yeah. Did these people not live through the same reality as we did for those two years? No. Like the tyranny of our own governments and the fact that during those lockdowns, they allowed the you're right the peaceful protest, the summer of love, to go on. You're surprised people went and armed themselves. There's nobody yeah, to protect. That's, re- <laughs> that's it. You have to protect your own stuff. That's what it comes down to. And not only that, we how close were we to the government knocking on our doors and forcing us to take these shots, man? That's crazy how close. Man, that's what I really wonder. Not, not knocking on your door, but waiting outside your door. Or kicking your where door you- down. No, no, just w- where are you going? You can't leave your house. Yeah, you man. know? Well, if that ever happens... People are going to shoot their way out. I promise you that, man. That's what's going to happen. That's And that's why they're so desperate to restrict gun rights. They, they, they are obsessed with it because they know the one thing that held them back this last time in 2020 were the heavily armed populace. No, but what kills me about this clip is they really want you to think that it's... Uh, they're, they're trying to, like... They're trying to draw a direct correlation between school shootings and this is the number one threat to kids. Yes, it's crazy. Guns. It's crazy. So <laughs> your kids are going to die by a gun more than anything else. But what they don't tell you is that the only way you can get the statistic that more kids are dying by guns than anything else is if you increase the age from zero to like 17. Right? And then what they don't tell you is that all those kids that are dying from guns are like 12 to 17, they're inner city, and they're mostly black and brown. That's right, man. Absolutely. So it's such a skewed number. If you, if, I don't know. <clears throat> when you're talking gun deaths, I hate to say it, if you're a kid, if, if you're 13 years old and you're dying by, the, by, a, by a gun, there's an the overwhelm. If if I'm in Vegas, I'm betting all my money that you were in a gang or trying to get into a gang, and this was some gang related bullshit. Create you know? or or committing a crime, right? Robbing a location a in the place. Yes. Right. That's not. So you got to think. I don't know. Innocent kids dying by guns is is not more than the kids dying in accidents. That's awesome. No, you're right on the money with that. Uh, the kids dying by gun violence are in areas where gun violence is occurring because there's a lot of criminality going on and a lot of gang violence, you know, happening. You know, the, they should do the studies regionally, right? What if they split it up between cities and suburbs? I'm sure your statistics would Great be call. quite different. But I mean, I, I they're. they're... <laughs> They're trying to reach people like our parents who don't understand. When you go into Chicago, it's a fucking 13-year-old kid pointing a gun at the guy behind the register. Right. You know yes, what I mean? Dude, yes, no, that's, I know exactly what you mean, man. So, so when, that, when that guy behind the register pulls out a shotgun and blows that 13-year-old away, right. did that 13-year-old kid die by guns? Yeah, but... What was he doing robbing a store yeah, the, at 13 years old? This isn't know? David Hogg situation, right? This is like... No, uh, it's so rare. That is so rare. 
Like, literally, your kid has a better chance of getting leukemia than dying in a school shooting. Trying to freak out the suburban squares with the idea that their kids could die from mass school shootings on the regular. Which these are, which the numbers are so skewed. That's what I'm trying to say. It's such a bad way to rep. I don't know. I totally agree. I knew you. And would then enjoy you're this you're a science team. denier. It's like no, I'm not. I'm just I understand numbers and I know how you guys use them. But you also know? the CDC. We're talking gun violence. What are you people doing? dealing with this aren't you supposed to talk about yeah. covid and the flu and whatever else RSV? unless you're saying inner city black folk have a disease is that what you're saying because you're the center for disease control oh it, the disease is called trigger finger actually and uh, uh it's I, thought just, we were, I thought you were gonna talk about the itis <laughs> 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 All right, shall we continue down this path on the uh, CDC warning us about the I health? I can't believe it, yeah. We're at home, and so gun deaths rose sharply. Um, and the thinking was that gun deaths would actually go down the following year uh, as more people were going outside. Um, and so that didn't happen. And so they're currently blaming social or structural inequity, racism, social determinants of health. <laughs> racism! Uh, racism. <laughs> How many white people killed black people? I mean, is that really... I, I, I got it. Is that really, is that, re that accounts? That accounts for the difference? So you thought it was going to go down by 5%. It went up by 10%. 15% of the murder increase was white people killing blacks during the BLM riots while the white people sat in their homes scared to say anything about the riots in their streets. Racism, man. That's what's uh, killing all these black Racism kids. is what's killing everybody. Racism. <laughs> Racism? <laughs> Racism, it's killing everybody. That's the best part. Like White people are afraid to <laughs> fart around black people at this point. You mean to tell me racism? I love it, dude. <laughs> Everything. Every, racism is the funniest thing to throw into... The arena with these, uh, you know, freak out stories, man. Like, oh, everybody, we got some fear porn here for you, parents. All right, be scared. Your kids, they're uh. gonna die in a school shooting. <laughs> Why did this school shooting happen? Well, racism. See, <laughs> I love it because I, it, it's, it's the biggest warning sign. You might as well have a yellow blinking light on the top of your head. You're full of shit. Yeah, it's... like that is. Anytime I hear, oh my god, this crazy weather, it's climate change. And it's racist? Oh, this is bullshit. It should, <laughs> it should all just... If something <laughs> becomes racist, it's bullshit. It's fear porn, man. This stuff should just be streamed exclusively on Pornhub. That's it, right? You just yeah. go in there. Rob Reiner can just... Rob Reiner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just have a category on Pornhub, and the picture is him. And a bear on a bearskin rug, naked. <laughs> He's drinking off. You know that magazine that Trump got his ass spanked. He's drinking <laughs> off to that that magazine. <laughs> well, that's just one Pornhub channel for liberals. You know, it's uh, it's all about the. Tr it's dedicated to Trump, right? You know, everything around his <laughs> indictments. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> 91 felonies. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I know we don't like to talk about it, but man, really, this is my big question to America. Right? Yeah. Just, I, I don't care what team you're on. Are you, I don't care if you're on Team Trump. I don't care if you're on Team Biden. If you win, what do you win? What does America win? Right? I will, I, if you're Team Trump, I will tell you this. In 2016, America won. The thing America stands for, American true, true American democracy, I believe, won in 2016. I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I didn't want him to win. But it really did win because it was the, we all kind of needed that reminder that anybody could win, you know? Absolutely. And that was a great win for just American democracy. Fuck whatever Trump did after that. Everything beyond that doesn't matter. It just showed that you could win, right? If, yeah. if the people loved you enough. So, but I ask you, really in 2020, what would we have won with him, right? And in 2024, whoever wins, Biden or Trump, n- nobody wins if either one of them wins. You win nothing. If Trump wins. Nothing. And it's the same thing with Biden. If Biden wins, we're, we're no better off than we were before. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're uh, a pretty I, strong I, I question. I put that question out there is just all the people out there, like the reason Trump is just for sure going to be the candidate is because he's got like 50 or 60% of the Republican voters, right? That's right. And you're like, all right, you guys really, really want that. What are you going to win? Right? You're going to prove a point by putting him up on the ballot? That's at what point? I think the what? more these indictments go on, the more this witch hunt continues. And I ask it to fire. the Democrats. Our parents, I hope they're listening. You guys are so happy. You feel so vindicated because he got indicted on 91 felonies in four districts. All four of them, <laughs> the bluest districts in America. Rico! Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. You got a Rico charge. This guy's going to go to jail. It's like, okay, Trump goes to jail. What did you win? What did you win? Trump going to jail, is that going to help you when you can't afford the gas at $5 a gallon? (laughs) Is Trump going to jail really going to help you when these brick nations actually... I mean, if you look at the revolutions going on in Africa right now, I know we just kind of breezed over Niger like everybody else did. It's fucking... It's it's very scary. I really think the greatest threat to the stability of our economy, of our global domination, is Africa. It's very true. If they come together, we're fucked. You know? Yes, we are. They have incredible amounts of resources, and um, it's massive altogether there. And what do you I... Know what do you know what they're worried about? They're, they're worried about the fact that for generations they have been just locked into poverty. 
and these people are fighting for for economic freedom from the U.S. and they're just they're fighting for global dominance. In the meantime, we're fighting over Donald Trump and Joe Biden, two <clears throat> men who will not be here in thirty years, guaranteed, will not be here in thirty years. That's something you really need to think about, you know. Yeah, we should be voting in someone who has, uh, you know, skin in the game. We need a guy or a woman, a lady, or, uh, you Either know, anybody, or. you know, that, that uh, has kids that are young and that they are young themselves who will be alive in 30 years. You're right on the money. Uh, that will be, you know, suffering the consequences or reaping the rewards of whatever choices uh, and decisions are being made right now. I do think, though... To kind of answer your question a little bit, <clears throat> what I do think we win if we were to go back to Trump, because it's looking like we're being forced into this choice, which is very sad and unfortunate for our country. It means we are being played like a fiddle. But uh, the one thing about Trump was he was in America first kind of fella, and that mentality, I it's think... Not would be more positive going forward for our country in as far as getting people back into manufacturing here and doing stuff here and not depending on other countries uh, for uh, resources. And we're going to have to shrink it down, man. Bring it back to home somehow, I one get, way or another. I will give you that for, to, a, to an extent, but Trump only cares about Trump. He doesn't oh, care about one, it. Yeah, when it comes to Trump himself, I, when I say Trump, I mean Trumpism. But uh, my, point, my, pro my problem is neither does Biden. And the big problem we're having right now is these men, they're so short-sighted. Short yes. They don't even have 30 years to live. Sure. So they don't care what, what the consequences are. of their. Trump just wants to win these cases. You know what I mean? Like, he's not even, he really doesn't care in the about election. the he just uh, wants generational to win, ramifications <laughs> of indicting a former president. You know? He has. He probably doesn't care what the history books will say about him, right? He just wants to win and have his money yeah. and be happy. Yeah, it's crazy. They're ruining America. I don't know. Just to prove, I don't know why. Just to prove a point. Maybe, maybe there's greater forces yeah. involved. Maybe there's um, players at the top of this pyramid that we just don't know about that are. Pulling the strings, the true puppeteers, maybe <clears throat> they're the ones that are forcing the hand of these uh, individuals. Look, Biden, is he even cognitively there, truly? We could no. really make the argument the dude has no idea what's going on, and they are f carting him around like Dianne Feinstein. Uh, Trump could be trapped in some weird way. He may be being forced almost to run against his will. He, the dude seemed to kind of enjoy his retirement there for a minute. So, you know, who knows, right, behind you, the scenes? You, I got to tell you, man, as, as somebody who consumes left-wing media, I'm going to tell everybody who doesn't, the best, the best was for, ever. what is it, four months? Ever since May, ever since the first indictment, right? Oh, yeah. All, all they have talked about. Pod Save America literally jerked off to it 900 times. <laughs> you know, this guy could never run a campaign. He's indicted once. 
He's indicted twice, three times, yeah. four times. How could he run a campaign? He's been indicted four times. He's got four trials going on. He's not going to have any time to run for president. And then today, all today, all I heard was, he's not showing up to the debate. Why doesn't he have time for the debate? I don't know, maybe because he's being charged with 91 felonies in four different districts. I don't, I don't know. That's just off the top of my head. Dude, it's also, man, he he's a master the, the at media. this, man. Dude, dude, every left-wing media, they spent 30 minutes talking about how Trump isn't <clears throat> going to do the debate and why it means he's the worst person in the world. Then they would do some stupid sob story, and then the last story of their thing was how the day after the debate, he has to turn himself in. I know. No, Maybe were... that's why he's not showing up to the debate. You know? <laughs> also, Fox News kind of screwed him, and by that I mean they were the first network to call some of the earlier states during the election and yeah. some, some of the more questionable states in 2020. And so uh, I think Trump, in a masterful way, because he's a master of the media, he basically told Fox to screw themselves and screw their ratings. They're going to get none because he's going to do an interview that's pre-taped with Tucker Carlson. Ah, Tucker. Yeah. It's incredible. I think it's very smart. Um, these, and you know well, come what? Come on, it, dude. How are you going to go both ways on that? Dude, How can this guy possibly run a campaign? And then you're like, oh, he doesn't have the time for a debate. Well, you're, no, you're indicting him. You're right on the money, dude. He called their bluff, essentially, which is, uh, you know, you guys are thriving and need for survival, my existence in the political landscape. And so here we are, and I'm going to say, no, thanks. Good luck. <laughs> oh, dude, you should have heard that. I could literally hear the guy crying on Pod Save America. <laughs> because the, one guy, the one guy was talking about how it's going to be great because all these guys are going to get their point across. It's actually better that Trump's not going to be there. And then the other guy goes, yeah, but even though he's not there, you know the whole debate's going to be about Trump. Yes, of course. <laughs> like, he doesn't even have to be there. No. He doesn't even have to show up. It's genius. You all are going to fucking talk about it. The whole time, you know I mean? yes. That's yeah. all they're going to talk about is Trump, which is unfortunate because we're heading into a huge election, which I think has major consequences for this country because the last one, everybody said, is going to have major consequences, and look what happened. The country kind of got fucked up. There were some major consequences from 2020. Consequences. It's so All I know is half our cabinet is fucking tranny or gay or what. But... And the roads are unusable. We have giant black smoke clouds erupting all over the country once a month because of Pete Buttigieg. Uh, it's just the, the, the country's a mess, dude, and we are funneling billions to Ukraine for no reason. And, of course, we're going to have once-in-a-lifetime pandemics every time there's an election, right? We had one in 2020. We're going to have one now coming up for 2024. So I'm sick of the game. I think the rest of us are. Uh, Dude, it's... Dude, I... I, uh, My point being is we have yet to hear anything about issues from any politician whatsoever. Nobody's talking about anything in these news cycles and streams and systems. This whole thing is a gigantic distraction from the fact that not one candidate is offering up any real solutions to what is actually plaguing the country. 
and what's plaguing the country. Well, we have a corrupt system, and and it's run yeah. by a bunch of people who are just getting kickbacks and helping their friends. And the, the, to be honest with you, I think the biggest problem is the media. Well, yeah, I think that's the number one problem. When you have one party that controls the media, now you have state TV. Dude, I uh, you know, I I bought the Gender Queer, the book. All right, I am really excited for this <clears throat> deep dive into Gender Queer, the book. I I didn't know this was a book. What is yes. this book about, right, so, and uh, who wrote it? Okay. All right. So let me backtrack. Let me. I never. I heard about this book because our parents brought up the fact that the one thing they cannot stand about Ron DeSantis... The sanctimonious. The sanctimonious is that he bans books. And they can't believe he would ban books. He's practically Hitler, man. Oh, God, you might as well be, right? (laughs) And I tried to argue that he actually never banned any books. What they did put into place was age restrictions. And one of the number one books at, like, the heart of this whole thing was the book Gender Queer. All right. So Rhonda Sanctimonious, Hitler, decided Gender Queer is one of these books that really shouldn't be allowed. We shouldn't allow third graders and below to just walk into the library and read this book. It's not banned, but you got to be, like, a fourth or fifth grader to check it out. All right, okay. All right? Yeah. And our parents can't stand that. Because it's book banning. How could you ban a book? Frank? (laughs) Frank, this this book is... uh, You purchased this. You got this on Amazon? I got got it right in my hands right now. It's Gender Queer. Gender Queer. Who wrote this book? It's by Maya. I can't even pronounce it. Oh, no. We've never pronounced it. Kobaby? Oh, babe. Oh, yeah. Uh, this book is 239 pages long. Frank, I want you to just pick a random number, 1 to 239. Oh, uh, I'll go with 169. <laughs> you gotta go with the 69. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm okay. I'm not even joking. This is page. I'm going to start out because I opened it up. So it's 168, 169. I'll accept it. Okay. There's two people lying in a bed. So this book is written like it's a kid's book. Oh, so it's like it's like cartoons with cloud with those text bubbles. Wow. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So like kind of like a comic book kind of thing. Okay. Sounds fun. So once 168, we have two um, gender ambiguous people. Okay, right on. Because the whole book is a memoir about a girl who decides she's a boy. And it's uh, in picture format, cartoon? Picture cartoon. And this is, this is at the heart of the banned books in Florida. 168, Cloud Bubble. 
from one boy who's awake while another girl who thinks she's a boy cuddles in her or his arms. Everything we did today was a good experience. But now that I've had sex a few times, I'm not sure I really need any more. Trying to go trying to get off in front of someone is kind of weird. I think when I do orgasm, it's not because of my body, but in spite of it. A few days later. This is 169 now. Oh, nice. Days, this is what I've been looking forward to. A few days later. I think the fact that I don't see myself as or understand myself as a female person, but that most of the people I interact with do, is actually damaging all of my relationships, even ones with family and friends. Sex just throws this into high relief because it involves contact with genitals. Wow, this is great kid entertainment, man. <laughs> so, so Rhonda Santa said this. You picked a random page. And I'm telling you, it gets way worse than that. That's why I had That's... the confidence to tell you to pick a random page. Kind of weird. And, yeah, man. And Rhonda Santa said, okay, this should not be for third graders and below. And the left has gone. He is Hitler now, according to our parents, because he doesn't want first graders to read this book where they talk about rubbing genitals about so what she's talking about is she believes she's a boy so these are this is a this is a an actual girl who's dressing and walking around as a boy sleeping with a with a girl this is just uh what's crazy to me is when i was growing up we were more into stuff like uh no i will not eat these green eggs and ham <laughs> No, I will not, Sam. I am right. It was kind of more. That was more our flavor back in those days. Dude, it wasn't until fourth grade where I realized the eggs were rotten. I was wondering the whole time why they were green. All childhood, why are they green? Not in a box and not with a fox. <laughs> not wearing socks. <laughs> Man, you know? that slippery slope went into a rabbit hole. Wow. Uh, I, I can't believe that was there available for children. It's just kind of absurd. No, <laughs> no, know? no. What's absurd is this is av- this is not only available. If you go into a lot of these public... Dude, I walk into these libraries in these el- elementary schools, and they have that like that shelf right at the door of like, you know, the top reads. That's right. This is one of the top reads because I live in Illinois, Chicago. So they're super liberal. So now they're all proving a point to Ron DeSantis by practically making this mandatory read. Wow. You know what I mean? Yes, of course. So to prove a point now, this thing is like front and center in these libraries. That's why I had to buy it and read it. And I was... Dude, you know me, man. I expected to kind of laugh at both sides on this one. Yeah, I did too. I honestly... I really thought we were going to rip on the Daily Wire. I literally bought it to rip on the Daily Wire guys in this podcast. But I got to tell you, this this is outrageous. You're saying the kids shouldn't be... uh, This shouldn't be available to kids. High school, maybe even, I guess, middle school, right? No, let it in the high... I I believe... Dude, I see these high schoolers. Whatever. Let them do whatever. High school, fine. I was just thinking... (laughs) Our job as adults 
is to protect that innocence as long as possible. Dude, it right? was hard for me to get a Mad Magazine because they would have a couple cartoon pictures with some titties in it. Like, look where we're at. Oh, now, it wouldn't even man. be the picture head tits. You had to fold it at the right part. <laughs> uh, the right part. To, it was like a triple fold, exactly. and then you got to see a pair of titties. You never and they were got like, the oh, full titties. Uh, <laughs> not gonna get it. It's behind the counter at Seven Eleven. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> And now you, you're telling me gender... Dude, that book is front and center at an elementary school library? I, I wouldn't... Man, that, it's, it's disgusting all, for me to read as an adult. So just, man, you know? you know, when you're at that age, you should be vibing with creativity and, and, and being... You're in this kind of imaginative state. Like, that's not a world of sexuality, you know? These no. kids aren't in the mindset of sexuality... Or gender anything. Uh, But you got to read the book, dude. What what really gets me about it, there's a reason they hate the word groomer. It's because it's too fitting. Dude, this book, the whole time, all I I could get... And again, I went in this trying to make fun of the Daily Wire. Because uh, Matt Walsh... Or not Matt Walsh. Uh, yep. Who's the uh, Mike, Michael Knowles? Oh, Knowles, uh, yeah. Right. He's like been on this whole thing. I was trying to make fun of him about it, but like, dude, this whole book is this thing of like, you're confused, and we're going to show you why you're confused and what's the, you know what I mean? And really, your confusion is you, you should just go sleep with people, men, women, everybody. <laughs> you know? Very weird. Very kind of <laughs> gross that it's there for the kids. Again, we just grew up in way more innocent times, man. You know, like uh, the the stuff started creeping too close to the middle schoolers and the kiddies. Maybe by design, dude. We are run, you know, th- this world is potentially run by these elite pedophiles who love injecting Korean foreskin into their faces, man, you know, and taking the adrenochrome, dude. So, like, who knows, dude? Like, maybe the corruption of the youth is on purpose. Oh, absolutely. This book is one It's one of the tools. I'm telling you, this is, this is how they're getting them. This is how they're getting the kids. And it's crazy because, like, it's almost illegal to, like, read a Bible in a school at this point. But you can... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Hitler Jr. over here. Well, how did <laughs> right? you even come up with that? Can't even read a Bible in a school. But uh, you can have this What are you, Ron Sanctimonious Jr.? Sanctimonious over here. That's Next thing right. I know, you're going to be uh, <laughs> advocating for torture in prison. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you got to do what you got to do over at Guantanamo, right? You know what I'm saying? Which, uh, FYI, Joe Biden is... Dude, I bet you he's gonna shut it down. He's like, they're saying he the the word on the street is he's talking about shutting it down as like a political stunt. You know how like Afghanistan didn't work. Oh right, so they'll do Guantanamo double. They're gonna do Guantanamo. Did you see Joe Biden in Maui for the uh, fire that they uh, shot down with the laser from space? You talk about when he cut his fucking vacation second vacation short. To see the vacations, he wanted to see how good the laser from space is that they have, and he was impressed. You know, the the new age direct energy weapons, Mike. They're very, (laughs) very impressive, man. 
They can only they only burn the houses. They leave the trees. They burn the houses. It's beautiful. Then Oprah can come in and just construct all these beautiful, uh, you know. No, dude, that's a problem with these people. Did you hear they didn't? Did you hear they didn't turn on the sirens? Yeah, they're blaming it on the dude. This dude resigned. He's gonna kill himself, man. No, dude, I actually don't. I think he made the right call. Well, it would have created havoc. There's a lot of weird reports about how the cops are forcing people to not move and then all of a sudden everybody just died in their cars. Well, did you hear what his his what the his reasoning was, the guy that resigned? No. He had no. a great point. The sirens were made to warn people of typhoons, uh, tsunamis. That's right. And he said the fires were in the mountains coming to the shore. When the tsunami alarms go off, they're to warn everybody to go into the mountains. Wow. So he didn't want to set off the alarms because he thought people would run into the fire. That just gave me chills up and down my spine, dude. Sitting there. Because your only warning alarm is to warn people to run into the mountain. Oh, man. My hair is on end right now, dude. But that's where the... (laughs) I'm envisioning being this man in that room with your hand hovering over the button, dude. What do I do? Do I put the warning alarm? Because there is an emergency, but I don't want people to run into the fire. Dude, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't right there, man. That's a double-edged sword, baby. Catch 22. Well, dude, you hit that alarm. What if, because in his mind, if I hit that alarm, they all run. Think of the catastrophe. You you might as well be standing in front of Alec Baldwin with a loaded gun. (laughs) It's going to go off whether he pulls the trigger or not. You're dead. It's a catch 22. (laughs) Hey, you signed up to be his cinematographer, all right? You know what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, dude, no, then the poor guy resigned. He, like, loses his job. He's going to kill himself. Like, they're blaming him for these... Oh, I know. Dude, poor guy. I ain't telling you. No, my immediate reaction is that for this This is some guy who graduated from bumfuck Nebraska high school, just decided to, like, study, uh, you know, meteorology or some shit in, like, University of Hawaii and got this job, you know? There's weird stuff around this fire, though. Do you know the sheriff of the town? He is the sheriff from Vegas. When the shooting happened, no. Yes. Shut up. Yes. No. no. Way. I'm not making no that up. No. Way. I'm not. That is not a conspiracy. Frank, I don't theory. have a billion dollars. No, dude. That is not a conspiracy theory. The truth is, the sheriff in this Are town. You, ready for a <laughs> you gotta warn me, okay? I don't have a billion dollars. Dude. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, this is truth. They have acknowledged it fully on media because uh, so many conspiracy theories are just The sheriff? Up. Yes, the or the head of police, the dude who's been in all the interviews there. He was also the head of police or the, the main cop during the shooting in Vegas, dude. I am not making this up. It's the same guy, It's man. the fucking police chief. Dude, USA yeah. Today, no stranger <laughs> to tragedy, Maui police chief, John Pelletier, led response to 2017 Vegas mag- massacre. hey yeah, man. Come on, dude. You dude, can't... go for You guys are just so obvious. Is John Pistol there? Just, you know, I'm doing some <laughs> investigations on the case. <laughs> Joe Pistol, the greatest shot of the West. Yeah, he was there. 
dude, it's freaking weird. We, we, we hired the uh, catering. We don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about it enough because we love our conspiracies here. But man, the Vegas shooting, one of the largest, uh, worst shootings here in America, mass shootings. One of the weirdest. Frank, what was one strange about a man just walking into a Vegas hotel room with $250,000 worth, <laughs> worth of guns and ammunition? Quietly busting out hurricane-proof glass, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he fucked a couple strippers and then sent them on their way. <laughs> the Vegas shooting is one of the weirdest shootings, and it is just nobody talks about it, man. It, that is under the rug. And then out of Mm-mm. the blue... It just so happens that maybe the weirdest wildfire in the history of wildfires that we've ever seen that the internet is convinced was a direct energy weapon <laughs> laser beam from space. Like, that's how weird it was. The same <laughs> chief of police from same the Vegas shooting chief? is the chief of police there. Come on, dude. Come what, on. Was he also the warden of the prison where Epstein killed himself? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You guys can't rub this in our face enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, man. That's wild, right? Do you, he worked at Ma- he worked at Vegas for twenty two years before moving to Maui and becoming get, the. Get out of here, dude. <laughs> and, and then, like a year later, it burns to the ground. I mean, like miraculously and in spectacular fashion, like. The way it burned down, it just happened to miss everywhere Oprah Winfrey lives. <laughs> like, all her friends, their whole block didn't get touched. <laughs> well, did you hear about the water release? No. The, no, I didn't. The water rights people didn't release the water to put out the fires. Wow. Because they have this whole thing of, like, protect the environment, water, and everything. No, it's because of Greta. I'm not even joking, dude. Not, it was like Greta Thunberg was sitting there with... Next to the fire hydrant, like, you only get four gallons. <laughs> I'm sorry. Greta Thunberg. Thunberg? Oh, man. <laughs> do we have time still? I have the Ukraine thing. Should we do it or no? Do you want to squeeze it in? We'll squeeze it yeah. in. Well, I, I, this should be a quick one. I was only Ukraine's right. a lost cause. It's a quick Fuck one. Hint. We're giving them F-16s. Who do you think is firing these F-16s? <laughs> I know. Who is... It, do you know how long... And how good you have to be in the United States Air Force to fly an F-16. You don't walk in off the street, eight weeks of basic training, and then jump into an F-16. You know what I mean? I'll toss it out. We'll see how we go. It's less than a minute. At least two people were injured Monday as Russian air defense systems shot down. Amy, go to California. The attacks prompted officials at Moscow's four main airports to suspend air traffic, canceling dozens of flights. Elsewhere, a Ukrainian drone struck and heavily damaged a Russian supersonic bomber at an airbase south of St. Petersburg. Meanwhile, the governments of Denmark and the Netherlands have pledged to give <laughs> Even U.S. Amy didn't believe F-16 that one. fighter jets. <laughs> 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 I'll read it. Gave approval to the transfers. <laughs> On Monday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky traveled to Copenhagen, where he spoke outside the parliament to a large crowd of supporters. Dear friends, today we are confident that Russia 
will lose this war. <laughs> Zelensky's trip comes as the New York Times reports the total number of Ukrainian and Russian troops killed or wounded in the 18 months since Russia invaded is nearing a half a million, a figure that does not include civilian deaths and injuries. The there Times can't be that many Ukraine. We need to start sending them back. <laughs> Dude, we need to send them some relief. This is you wait till you hear these numbers named U.S. officials for the figures, which estimate 120,000 Russian troop deaths and 70,000 Ukrainian soldiers. Oh, Ukraine's winning, dude. They're crushing it, man. Bullshit. Dude, I do not believe any of those figures. Get out of here, dude. Uh, Tucker Carlson <laughs> was just, uh, he aired some segment with uh, Wesley <laughs> Clark. No, some general. He talks about how uh, we're being completely lied to what's going on over there, and, you, and Russia's just decimating Ukraine. Absolutely. Oh, you mean to tell me those guys that came in with tanks? <laughs> and, and jet airplanes? And now we're just, I think we just have Jet to, fighters? They, have, oh, they lost 150,000, and the guys shooting them with hand pistols? <laughs> yeah. Dude, and they now, only lost 70,000. Now we just have to justify the use of the F-16s and all the other jets that we've been using... And uh, claim that we're giving them to Ukraine, but we're the ones flying them, man. This is a whole horrible debacle. They have to end the war. The only way I believe those numbers is you might be right. Russia only killed 70,000 Ukrainians, But then the Ukrainians killed 200,000 Ukrainians with their misfired missiles. <laughs> and two Polacks, apparently, that were just farming, right? And the two Polacks farmers, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. How stupid can you Americans be? I love that news clip uh, only because the numbers are so skewed and wrong. There was that leak from that dude. Remember, he broke into the system. Or... Yeah, he li he didn't lie about anything except the number of Russians dead. <laughs> it wasn't just it was that. The only thing no. he lied about. They, they claimed that Russian hackers broke into the system and changed the numbers of the Russians dead. Right? Wasn't that... <laughs> So they didn't change any of the other information. They just changed the information of dead Russians. They don't want you to know. I don't know. They're, they're messing with you, man. <laughs> they knew this guy was going to hack the system, so they had to make sure they, they fudged the numbers, see? And I, and I love how it's like 150,000 Russians, 75 uh, Ukrainians. Yeah. <laughs> it's so... Uh, Zelensky, how many, uh, how many died? Uh, half? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can almost imagine that they just switched the names, you know, just Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> just switch them. Yeah, they just had a chart. Uh, you put the flag on this side, and this flag on this side. <laughs> Dude, the rumors going on going on in this area is that the, Russia has basically taken over Ukraine. Like, it's all over. It's, it's game they over. Can't find, they can't find proof of Russia actually just, like, s sweeping up young men and throwing them into his army, right? But Ukraine is. They're not letting young men leave the country. They're forcing them to fight. Yeah, nobody wants dying. to fight. Yeah. Yeah. And they're dying. Hey, how close are we to, you know, bringing in the Americans, baby? They're Some already there. Ground Who do you troops. Think launching is these fucking Patriot missiles. Oh, man. You know what we need is a little uh, inspiration the be all that you all can, that be. can be. Yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> I did hear that the other day, man. It amps me up. I want to join again. Uh, you know, 
It made I, me think, am I being all that I can be? Because I used to be. I got know? a call from a recruiter. Ooh, you're too old. I didn't uh, have the heart to tell the fella or call him back. He called me, left a message. And uh, unfortunately, I'm too old. No, the Army doesn't want you, man. For now, dude. I'm telling you're you, not good enough. we could enter a phase where I might be the most fit uh, amongst no, the folks out there. They'll take me back. I don't know about you. All right, good. I'm glad. I'd like to just be old <laughs> enough to hang back and watch the young fellas duke it out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all for that, man. That's a good way to go. <laughs> That's how you know you're getting old. Like, I don't even want to be the toughest guy here. No, you know no, how hard that is. Yeah, no, no, no. No. that's how I'm, I feel everywhere, even in the bars, any kind of social situation. I'm, you know, for me, I'm just like, hey, all right, tough young fella, enjoy your ride hey, there. No, yeah. no, you're right. I'm the bitch. I'm <laughs> it's so easy being a bitch. You know, I'll it's, be a bitch. I think it's, it's more aging gracefully. That's what it is. You know, enjoying the uh, the the downward swing there. Is that what it is? Yeah, you know, you get yeah. over the hill. I'm not over the hill yet, man. I'm still hitting that peak. I'm coming up to that peak. Yeah, not you. Me over the hill. I'm going to peak all over this podcast. Oh, man. (laughs) Is this Jeffrey Tubin we're talking to? Hey, oh. Oh, no. Everybody always forgets about Tubin, man.